Okay, are we live? Can everybody hear me finally? I hope so. Let me uh, turn that down a bit. Okay, I apologize about that, folks. Uh, so I, as you can tell, I have a remote. Basically, we have a um, uh, we have a remote setup today uh, because we are moving tomorrow. Uh, well, actually, we're not moving tomorrow, but they're p- picking up our stuff tomorrow, starting tomorrow morning. And they'll start packing us out. And so right now I'm trying to uh, make sure all this stuff is good to go. I really apologize about that, folks. Um, normally I'm, I'm more prepared, but right before I went on, uh, my computer, just my laptop that I'm working off of here, it just automatically started to update. And um, yeah, so <laughs> it wouldn't be Let This Mind Be In You, a broadcast by Brother Michael D'Angelo, if it weren't for a few technical difficulties, but uh, praise the Lord, we're, back. we're on. Uh, so I didn't think I was going to be able to actually make it on tonight, and um, we got to be. We thought we were going to be moving uh, earlier, but because of the whole thing that's going on, uh, our move got pushed as far as our pack-out date started uh, tomorrow as opposed to a couple days ago. So I wanted to come on here and talk about Galatians chapter 4 tonight, and as you can tell from the um, from the Um, I'm, I'm getting warnings and everything. Hopefully you guys can see me with the bit rate tonight. Hopefully there's no, um, anything messing up, but, um, as you, as you can see from the, the title it's heirs, adoption and Abba father. And so I just wanted to, I really wanted to come on tonight and talk about Galatians chapter four. Uh, before I get started though, I'll be trying to check all the different streams. Let me go ahead and turn that off. That might help a little bit. And, um, Let's go ahead and come up here. I really apologize too. If you're watching or you're listening to this uh, audio podcast later on, uh, the audio may sound a little bit different. Uh, but again, I don't have my soundboard. I don't have a lot of stuff set up. It's just real quick uh, trying to get everything set up. And this is what we got tonight. Okay. So <laughs> uh, hopefully this will work out and we'll get it all situated here in a second. Now, I don't know why I just did that. I told my dad earlier, he was, uh, he went live earlier on his Facebook page. I told him, uh, because I helped him set up his live stream the other day for the first time that, uh, it was, I was trying to talk to him over the phone, uh, through, well, we were, uh, FaceTiming each other and me trying to explain it to him was like trying to explain, uh, to, you know, somebody over a radio, how to land an airplane that they've never landed before. So, uh, you know, I guess that's a pride getting me pride is getting me. So, uh, (laughs) I was confident in my technical skills and the Lord humbled me once again. So, um, brother JT says the audio sounds good. Now let me try something real quick. Um, put that down there. Hopefully I'm not dropping a whole lot of frames. Uh, it's not skipping on you guys. Uh, YouTube is warning me because my, I turned my bit rate down quite a bit. Uh, because everybody was having a little bit of of, of problems with it uh, last time. So if I'm pixelating or I'm doing something kind of weird, uh, I really apologize, but we'll have to make it through it, okay? Um, let me pull this up. Everything sounds good. Everybody says sounds good. Everything's good. That's great. Let me try something here tonight. Um, for those listening, you're probably not going to be able to see this, but let's try this out and see if it works. And it did. Look at that. All right, you should be seeing the uh, you should be seeing the chat that I I posted out here. If you can't really read that though, especially if you're on like a uh, a mobile phone or something like that, it's probably pretty difficult. I know I have a, a laptop screen and screen, and it's pretty it's pretty difficult to see. Um, let's see, I can't scroll it unless I do this though. Let's see here. Go here. Do this. And it should scroll. It should follow the screen. It might be a little bit of a delay, but mm, nope. <laughs> that's not even that's not even working. Oh well. Uh, maybe when we get down, maybe when we get down a little bit further, maybe it'll work. But let's get started, brethren and sisters that are out there. I'm I'm trying to keep a a close eye on these these comments here as best I can. All right, let's get started right away. And you know what? Maybe we should uh, 
maybe we should start with a word of prayer to kind of get ourselves calmed down, myself calmed down anyways. And uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today. Uh, Lord, you said that there will be perilous times that will come. And Lord, we're, we're not worried about those things as Bible-believing, born-again Christians. Lord, we're not confident in those things. Lord, we're looking for the eternal and not the temporal. So Lord, we just ask that uh, your will would be done in all this, whatever your will is, whatever your uh, you're working, Lord, we trust you. We know that um, it is well within your control. You haven't, you're not slack concerning your promises. You have not forgotten about us. So, Lord, we just ask if there's somebody out there tonight that does not have that peace that passes all's understanding, they do not have a new life, they have not been born again. Lord, I just ask that tonight your spirit would do the work, prick the heart of man, and, and anybody that's watching out there their need of a, of a Savior. Lord, there's nothing righteous in them at all. They cannot get to you through any other way except through Jesus Christ. And his work on the cross, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and that alone. And Lord, we just ask that uh, if people are putting faith and trust in the man-made systems of this world, man-made religions, traditions, philosophy, if they're putting their faith in that, Lord, we just ask tonight that you would use your word as you've promised, and it would not return void. We ask all these things in your precious name. For his sake, amen and amen. All right, let me get rid of that real quick so that's not distracting. Boom. Okay, we're off of there. So like I said, I'm going to try to keep track of the the comments as best I can, and um, if I... If I skip over, remember, uh, like I said, if you, if you have a comment and you want me to um, to notice it, make sure you write out comment. Or if you have a question, uh, make sure you write out question. And I know that it's uh, for me, but I may not get to it till the end. So please uh, just be patient as we go through it. I normally have a couple different screens available, and I also don't have that. So I'm trying to do it all off a small little 13-inch screen that's sitting right in front of me with my camera set up here and, I, and my microphone. And uh, again, no excuses, okay? Only results. Let's make this happen. All right. Uh, I just pray that the Lord would uh, be able to use me tonight and uh, that I would stay out of the way. So be praying for me to stay out of the way. Um, I will admit I do get flustered on these kinds of things. Um, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, and that's a, and that's a fault. I know that that's my flesh. And so please be praying for me to, well, to stop quenching the Spirit and let the Spirit work, okay? Please, please, please be in prayer for that. All right, uh, let's go to Galatians chapter 4 in your King James Bible. Galatians chapter 4 in your King James Bible. And we're going to get started here. Maybe I can do this and monitor the monitor this this way. Maybe so. All right, maybe I can do it that way. Okay, I'll try that. All right, uh, Galatians chapter 4. Now, since it's labeled uh, heirs, I forgot already. Forgot the uh, what I labeled it, but uh, it's heirs, Abba Father, and what's the other one? Boy, I don't even remember the name of my uh, of my thing here. Let's see here. What did I label this? It's right here, right in front of me. Yes, heirs, adoption. I'm sorry, heirs, adoption, and Abba Father. And uh, that's what's going to be going on here tonight with the uh, with the live stream. So I'm looking forward to this tonight. Uh, it's 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 good. Remember, we've been going through the book of Galatians, and what what Paul is writing to the church at Galatia, what he's talking about is those that are trying to bring people back into the bondage of the law. Um, and there was it was a big problem back then. It was a it, it's still a problem now, and uh, so. Uh, we're, we've come to this point now uh, where we're in the middle, so to speak, somewhat in the middle of the letter, and Paul is really starting to, to narrow the focus now on what he wants to, uh, through the power of the Spirit, as the Spirit inspired, uh, what he's going to be uh, talking about here. 
So Galatians chapter 4 and verse 1, I think everybody's got enough time. They've, they've made it over there. And so since everybody's there, if you're ready, let's, let's start. Don't get distracted, Michael. Here we go. All right, let's go ahead and get started here. All right, now I say, because uh, remember, he just got done talking about it. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And we talked about how notice that there's a distinction between the promise of the physical and the promise of the eternal. Now we there's no Jew, Gentile. This is talking about the eternal uh, promise and not to get it confused with the temporal or the uh, the physical promise of the land of Israel that was given to uh, the children of Israel and God is not again not slack concerning his promises and that's something my dad talked about in his uh, in his uh, live stream that he just got done doing that uh, God is not slack concerning his promises uh, so with that being said now I say verse number one that the heir as long as he is a child differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Uh, it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, you, as a child, you think of like kingdoms and things like that. Um, you think of kingdoms and, and the, the young prince is not ruling anything yet. Uh, so he's in, in a form of, you know, he's still a servant, though he be Lord of all. He still heirs according to the promise. It will one day, we will be joint heirs with Christ, and which is an amazing, amazing thought to think about that. We'll rule and reign, as it says in, uh, and has made us to be priests and kings, um, it says in Revelation chapter 5. I believe. Um, but verse number two, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. So one day we'll either die or be caught up away. And that's the you know appointed time where, again, we take on the incorruption. We no longer have this body of flesh. Um, if we're caught up, you know, our body, soul, and spirit is made perfect. And, but until that time is under tutors and governors. I think it's kind of interesting to think about how the Spirit is the one that teaches, you know, the, uh, the verses that talk about the, how the Spirit teaches. Um, that's very interesting that that's the same concept as a tutor and, and governors. Um, I don't want to make a direct correlation to that, but it, it, is, it may be what it's talking about, but it's under tutors and governors, showing an analogy. It's showing a comparison of what it's like. Even so, we... When we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. Now, this is, again, talking about the law. Uh, I'm sorry, my son's, my son's crying. but um, So we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. You know, we, we were once dead in trespasses and sins. And we just got done talking about that in, in chapter 3, where the law was our schoolmaster, again, another tutor, to bring us... Uh, unto Christ, as it says there in verse number 24 of Galatians chapter 3. Um, but again, we were there, but there's, it's so great to see that word but there in the Bible because it really tells us um, that it was one way, but because of Christ. But it's, it's I'm sorry, I'm having a little bit of trouble um, concentrating here, but um, we were once under that, but now, because of Christ, we are no longer, because it says here in verse 4, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law. So again, we know that Christ, God in the flesh, he was, um, as it said, the fullness of time was come, so as he was prophesied that, that he would come, he did. God sent forth his son made of a woman. Notice that, that it's not made of a man because he was not through the lineage of Adam, okay, as far as that goes. He did not have the sin nature that we are all born with. He was, he was uh, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. So he was born of a woman, but he was not of man's blood, if you understand what I'm saying there. He was, it's God's blood. Okay, that's why it was the perfect sacrifice for our sins. To redeem them, to see here it is, verse 5, that we're under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. And that's such an amazing thought. 
um, talk about what adoption is in the mind of a Jew. In the mind of, uh, we can understand adoption. You know, we, we see it all the time where people are adopted. Um, you know, th- that's not their physical mom and dad, but they are adopted into that family. So much more connotations, though, um, for the children of Israel. The Jews would understand adoption to mean something different because it's beyond that. It's almost like um, we were, to think about it in a Jew's mind, it's almost like a blood transfusion, which makes sense, right? We're covered by the blood. We, we are washed in the blood. That blood has changed us. We are changed. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Um, I think maybe I was talking a little bit too loud. Again, I don't have my headphones. I, I'm not sure what the loudness is. I think I woke my son up, unfortunately. But again, it's talking about the adoption of sons. Um, that's such an amazing thing because now we are joint heirs. We are no longer servants to sin, as we'll see here. We're no longer bondage to the law. And remember what Paul's trying to teach here through the power of the Spirit. We are no longer under that bondage, but instead we are now sons of God. That's an amazing thought because it says, and because ye are sons, in verse 6, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Now think about that out there. Think about how amazing that is to think that we are no longer in the bondage. We are no longer having um, that sin problem. And I posted earlier, we we're talking about the, um, you know, the, the, the virus and everything that's going out there. Uh, you know, people are worried, they're, they're concerned they're, because they don't have the peace that passes all understanding because they don't have the spirit of adoption. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit, as it says, of His Son, Jesus Christ's Spirit, which He said He would send into the world. What did He call it in John? What did He call? What does He call the Holy Spirit in John fourteen? It's the Comforter. There, if somebody has not been redeemed, they have not been saved and not been born again. They don't have the Comforter. So, Christian, is it? A, it is incumbent upon us now to show the hope that is within us, Jesus Christ Christ in us, the hope of glory. We are to give that. I understand that people are scared and they are nervous and they have this, this thought of dying. You know, Regardless of what your thoughts about um, hype, you know, whether it's hyped, whether it's this, whether it's that, folks, I, I don't get wrapped up in that. I mean, I know people study that kind of stuff out. But I had a chance to witness to a guy today um, speaking about exactly that. Now, I don't worry about these things. It, it doesn't matter to me about lost people as far as acting like lost people. I understand that because they don't have the spirit of adoption. They are of this world. Well, brethren, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are ambassadors. We are sent into a foreign land. You're not just saved to go to heaven when you die and, okay, everything's great, hunky-dory. No, we were saved, and now that we are saved, we are adopted into his family. We are now sons of God, but we're also called ambassadors. And that's really interesting to think about that analogy, too. Stuff is going through my mind about how God sent his son. Now, again, we understand the Godhead. We understand that God was in, the, was in flesh. We understand that. We understand that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. We understand that, that it is one being, God, and three members. We get that. But the idea of sending his son as the ambassador, well, now when he left this, this world, when he rose, he said, I will come to you in John 14. He sent the comforter into us, the spirit of his son into your hearts, whereby, or into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And I know I talk about this so many times about Abba, Father. I've, I've mentioned it probably several different times, but I wanted to mention it again 
Because Christian, we have to get this secured in our minds and be fully persuaded of who we are now in Christ because of what he did, not because of works of righteousness we have done at all. But no, it is not about our righteousness. It's about his imputed righteousness on us. So when God sees us, he sees Jesus Christ. That's why we stand before him one day blameless. We will one day stand blameless. Now, we had a, a, a bunch of people over, a couple families over, and we went through Genesis 2. So as a church body, we've been going through uh, the first, uh, we've gone through the first couple of uh, books of Genesis. And one of the things we brought up at the end of Genesis chapter 2, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. We will one day stand before God not ashamed. And that is so incredible to think about. And, you know, if you just read over that very quickly, you would just say, oh, okay, we understand that. You know, there was no sin. They didn't have any shame. They didn't understand. Oh, we got it. But if you read that and understand that one day because of what he did, he reconciled us to himself, we will one day stand before him not ashamed. Naked, it doesn't matter. We're clothed in his righteousness. See, that's why we'll stand there not ashamed. Be fully persuaded of that. And now in this life, as you're going through the hard times, the perilous times, the different things that happen in this world, we know beyond any shadow of a doubt, we are fully persuaded that we have the spirit of his son. We are adopted into the family and we can cry, Abba, Father. By the way, as we mentioned before, Mark 14, 36, that's what Jesus Christ gave us the example of praying in the Spirit, because it's His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, praying to, for lack of a, uh, you know, for you all understand out there, uh, you know, where I stand on these things, that three distinct members of the Godhead, but it was His Spirit where He cried, Abba, Father. Same thing in Romans chapter 8 when we came through here. Romans chapter 8, and I'll turn over there real quick in verse number 15. We covered this again when we were there in Romans chapter 8 and verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage. See, there it is again, the bondage back under this law, the this, this spirit of bondage again to fear. Excuse me. <coughs> Again, to fear. Well, we are not given to the spirit of fear. We're, we, we don't have that. So again, um, if you're a Christian out there, if you've been born again, there should be not a spirit of fear within you. And if there is fear creeping up with what's going on in this world and, what, and whatever your uh, circumstances are in your situation, if that's the case and you get to that point, there's some quenching of the spirit going on there if you are saved because we've been not given that spirit of fear, but ye have received the spirit. There it is again of adoption whereby we cry, Abba father. The only way we can cry that is because we have the Holy spirit because we've been adopted. And if you just remember that, if you rest on that, if you are fully persuaded about that, it doesn't matter what happens in this life. It doesn't matter if people are trying to, you know, this governor here is trying to get a bunch of money for his state. And, you know, I, in the flesh, I get, I get aggravated, okay? You see the foolishness of things going on. But then I have to remind myself, lost people acting lost. Um. And then it gets me to think that, again, as we read in Genesis 2 last night, that God breathed into man the breath of life, and he became a living soul. That soul will spend eternity somewhere. Because of the fall of man, we were separated. But he has reconciled us um, with that spirit of adoption. But there's no other way to come to him. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, Jesus said. His death, his burial, his resurrection is all that matters. Faith in that. Um, if you think your righteousness will get you there, you'll come up woefully, extremely short. 
and you'll stand before Christ one day and be judged for that. And I pray that that's not the case for you out there if you're watching on whatever platform you're listening to or watching. Tonight is the night. While all this stuff is going on in the world, and you see some Christians walking around not being haughty and, you know, flaunting their liberty, so to speak, but understanding that, wow, why? I wonder why. What's different about him? And then, Christian, are you being different? Or are you getting in the same arguments that everybody else is getting in? Which side is right? Which side is wrong? What study? Look, I post those different things as information on my page. Um, I have my own thoughts and opinions about stuff, but I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to preface every single one of those to say there is a cure for the original virus, sin. Sin entered into the world, and by sin, death, by one man, because of Adam's sin. Sin entered into the world, and by sin, death. And that's talking about the second death. As my dad mentioned tonight, it's, um, it's, it's very applicable. If you're born again, so if you're born twice, You'll only die once, potentially, if you're not caught up. But if you're only born once, you'll die twice. The Bible calls it the second death. And that's when death and hell are cast into the lake of fire. And that's not, that's not a place you want to be. And so if you think about everybody that's walking by you is going to spend eternity somewhere. God breathed into us the breath of life, and we became a living soul. That soul is going to go on, reattach back to the spirit. Uh, when somebody dies, it says the spirit leaves the body and gets reunited with the soul. Somehow or another, that has to do with consciousness and being able to feel and have some sort of shape because the rich man in Lazarus, the rich man opened up his eyes in hell. So he was tormented in the flame. We know that he could feel pain. He could see. He, could, had, he had a physical form. He could recognize Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Um, but then one day when you, when it talks about the resurrection, your resurrected body will be given an indestructible body that will burn forever. Um, or upon the dead in Christ shall rise and we, which are alive will man, and remain will be caught up. And then it talks about the resurrection of those that are killed during the time of Jacob's trouble and all sorts of different things. But again, be a part of the the uh, the resurrection that happens when we are caught up, or be uh, be saved, and if these are truly the end times, which folks, I it it's been the imminent return of Jesus Christ since he left. Okay, only he knows the day or the hour. So preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Where am I at? I'm still in verse seven. How be it then? Verse number eight, when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them which by nature are no gods. Serve the world, serve the flesh. Of course they did. But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God. See, that's, that's the difference. We can say all we want. Well, yeah, I know the God of the Bible. I, I understand that. I, does he know you? This is what Paul's saying here. But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God. How turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? Speaking again to the Judaizers, those that are trying to bring people back under the law. Ye observe, how do we know that? Ye observe days and months and times and years bringing, being brought back under that bondage. I'm afraid of you. Basically, I'm worried for you lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. It's like, look, I, I, when I ministered and I told you these things before, was that for nothing? Nothing has changed. Brethren, I beseech you. I am, you know, it's the strongest language. I beseech you, be as I am, for I am as ye are. Ye have not injured me at all. Ye know how through infirmity of the flesh I preached the gospel unto you at the first. And my temptation, which was in the flesh, ye despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. If some people have some thoughts on that, uh, you can leave those in the comments and stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll skip over this, some of this stuff right now. Where is then the blessedness ye spake of? 
for I bear you record that if ye had been if it had been possible, ye would have plucked out your own eyes and have given them to me. Again, which is referring back to his thorn in the flesh. This is why some think that maybe he had an eyesight problem. This is one of those things. Um, again, there's some different thoughts on some of this stuff. It's not important to the context of what we're talking about, so we'll move on. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Boy, isn't that the case? How people treat you like you're an enemy because you're telling them the truth. It's like, okay. But again, they hated Jesus Christ. He was the, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And they still despised and rejected him. So if they despised and rejected Jesus Christ, they said, remember, if they reject, you know, what you're saying, I'm paraphrasing, of course, remember, they hated me first. So if they hate you, they hated me first. I believe that's John 15. Somebody correct me in the comments if uh, I'm off there. Uh, but verse number 17. They zealously affect you, but not well. Again, talking to those people uh, that are trying to affect them, basically influence them. Um, again, remember Galatians 3. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? That's what they were doing. Yea, they would exclude you that ye may ye might affect them. Meaning, basically, you're the way I see this and kind of think about it in my mind is that they're not catching good health; they're catching bad health. Okay, you you, you can't uh, have uh, a barrel of apples. You've heard about it before. Put one rotten one in there and say, okay, now everything else is going to affect that one apple and it'll turn into good. That's not the way it works. So that's why you have to be zealous. You have to be very prudent and vigilant uh, about those that come within your, your body of believers. Um, Romans talks about doubtful disputations. Romans, is that 15 or 16, verse 1? Um, but again, this is what it's talking about you. But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing, and not only when I am present with you, boy, isn't that true? Like my, my daughter, my son will sort of behave when I'm, I'm around. You look away for a millisecond and pff, they're off to the races. Um, so this is basically what Paul's saying, because again, look at the analogy. My little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Uh, ladies out there that have had children, I'm sure you can understand uh, the analogy there. He's, he's speaking about, you know, birth pains and how painful that is. Um, so, again, you can think about it in, the, in that aspect, and you, you can understand what his feelings are on the matter. He's like, look, I, I, I told all these things, but here you are. I desire, verse 20, to be present with you now and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. Now, the way this is basically talking about is that he's like, if I was present with you right now, um, the tone of my voice would be different from when I first talked to you. Okay, I think we can understand uh, that. Because for I stand in doubt of you, he's like, boy, I just told you, and here you are already going back underneath this stuff. Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, do ye... Do ye do ye, excuse me, not hear the law? This is, the, this is for people who think that there's no instruction in righteousness for things that were of the law. You know, obviously, thou shalt not kill has not been done away with in this dispensation, okay? Um, that's not what he's talking about. He's still there for instruction in righteousness, but people are trying to bring people back into the bondage of it, meaning, hey, if you don't do all these things, you'll either lose your salvation or whatever, whatever, whatever. For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. Now, this is the account of Abraham um, and Hagar. Hagar, yes, uh, which was the bondwoman. So Sarah basically said, go into my bondwoman. And uh, she was doubting the promise. And I, we've t I've talked about that on a previous podcast with uh, a broadcast with my dad. Um, he had a really good explanation about that. So go back to the one, I think it's Romans 5. So go back to that video, and uh, we talk about that a little bit there. 
but he, verse 23, who was of the bondwoman, was born again, or born, excuse me, after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise. Basically speaking of Ishmael, was born of after the flesh. You get in the flesh, you do things. Um, Abraham was no different. He got in the flesh. Um, his wife got in the flesh, and that's why it says he was born after the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise. As God had promised, he's not, again, not slack concerning, or by slack I mean he's not forgetful or he won't, he's, he'll never not go through, uh, that's a double negative, but he'll never not, he'll never complete, uh, not complete his promises. I'm sorry, I got a little tongue-tied there. But you understand what I'm saying there. He was, so Isaac was of the free woman. And Paul says in verse 24, which things are an allegory. This is a representation. This is a picture. So remember in the Old Testament, they had, they had no idea about any of this stuff. We can see it now because the Old Testament has been revealed through this New Testament and the Apostle Paul mainly uh, that gives all these analogies or these allegories for these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, which gendereth to bondage, speaking of the law, which is Agar or Hagar. For this Agar, Hagar, is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. Okay, again, speaking of the uh the the child of the uh the bond of bondage uh but but Jerusalem verse 26 which is above is free which is the mother of us all okay um so through the israelite lineage came Jesus Christ we know that he was uh, uh of the tribe of Judah and remember we spoke about this in in Hebrews how we're priests, but he's not priest after the order of uh, Levite, uh, but he's a priest after the order of Melchizedek, meaning Jesus was Melchizedek. And when you read about Melchizedek, that was Jesus Christ, okay? Uh, we've explained that and talked about that uh, several times uh, back when our Hebrew study. Verse number 27. And this is a reference back to Isaiah 54 and verse 1. For it is written, Rejoice, thou barren, speaking of Sarah, that bearest not, break forth and cry, thou that travaileth not, for the desolate hath many more children than she which hath a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Again, it's making an allegory, making a, a, a picture representation of who we are now. We're children of promise. We are not promised. Gentile, the promises of the Jews physically. And when we explained that. We talked about that. But what we are promised is eternal life. And what we are promised is to be priests and kings and to rule and reign with him. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. All right. Verse 29. But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit even so it is now and that's the point i was trying to make earlier folks if you're getting persecuted if persecuted and um, people are speaking ill of you and and all this kind of stuff just remember that's the way it's always going to be until he rules and reigns <laughs> for a thousand years with a rod of iron but you understand here that persecuted him that was born after the spirit that's us um, and I think that's so interesting. It says, even so it is now. The Bible is relevant. No matter if this was penned almost 2,000 year ago, years ago, it's relevant to today. And this, is, uh, this next verse, verse 30, is um, Genesis 21 and verse 10 and so forth. Nevertheless, what saith the Scripture? Cast out the bondswoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So again, remember our position in Christ. Why are you going back and or trying to act like you're the, the child of the bondwoman? You're not. We are the child, uh, the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. And so that's Galatians chapter 4. I hope that made some sense. I know I was a little bit distracted and kind of all over the place. 
uh, I pray that that um, that got across. Okay, so uh, we have a little bit of time now, and this the next time you see me. I think the next time you see me, I'll be in the new house. So it'll be a totally different setup. It'll be. Um, I think you'll you'll like what it looks like um, as far as. Uh, a little bit more bright and uh, visual uh, will visually will be a little bit better for uh, video production anyways. So anyways, um, I'm monitoring. Let's see. Let's put a little up here. Oh, there it goes. Now, can I do this and does it move it? Nope. That's interesting why it doesn't move that, but... Okay, is there any comments, um, concerns, questions, or anything of the like? I'll wait. Uh, don't want too much dead air here. We see uh, Brother Daruna. Brother, hello, Brother Daruna. What's going on, brethren? Finally made it. Thought today was Wednesday. Boy, I know what that's like. <laughs> Forget all the uh, the days. All right, and going back through here. Everything sounds good. Good. Uh. Uh, Suzette, uh, just ran across your, your channel. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here, um, tonight then. Um, so check out some of the past videos and all the different broadcasts. Um, and you can check that out on my page. The Antanasios, I believe are here. That's cool. Good to see you guys. From up in New Jersey, the People's Republic of New Jersey. Under all sorts of different things going on up there. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the world. And like I said, um, we should be aware. Um, you know, don't stick your head in the sand by any means. Um, but at the same time, understand where people are coming from. I just heard today from uh, a brother in Christ that uh, I saw on his his Facebook page, anyways, that um, that the state of Virginia said even if it's a a, a church service or a, a gathering, they don't want more than ten people, and you can get fined and thrown in jail and prison and stuff like that. And it's like, well, I guess America maybe potentially is about ready to see what the rest of the world's been dealing with. Um, a good majority of the world. So it's time for everybody that uh, uh, that talks a big talk to, <laughs> I guess, put up now. Here it comes. So not worried about it. Okay, we, had, we do have a question. Do you think you'll ever do a video on your stances on the millennial kingdom and a Christian inheritance? Yes, uh, sometime soon. Brother JT asked that question. I, I do want to talk about it at some point because and again, not as a uh, not as a contentious kind of thing or whatever, uh, because we'll we'll definitely know for sure uh, one day. Uh, but I, I there's some things in the in the Bible that I think show uh, clearly to me. Um, one of my stances now, my mind can be changed biblically uh, by the Word of God. By but I believe that uh, not only does the the church get caught up, the, the catching away, uh, pre-time of Jacob's trouble, catching away, which means that starts the timeline of Daniel's 70th week. Um, I believe that that's where our, the church is out of here. Um, him that led us is taken out of the way uh, in, in Thessalonians, and I, I think that's us. And um, so I believe that. And then the seven-year reign or the seven-year period or the week, uh, the Daniel 70th week, is meant for the children of Israel. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and thy holy city. I hope I quoted that right in Daniel 9. And so since I this is just a very brief synopsis of where I stand on some of that stuff. 
Um, I'll do a full video at some point. But um, once that period is over, um, and the Bible talks about the shortening of days even, so no man knows the day or the hour, Christ will then come and put his feet on the Mount of Olives, as it says there, and that mountain range is going to split from east to west, and um, he's going to vaporize his enemies just with the sword that proceeds out of his mouth, and he's going to rule and reign for a thousand years. Now, in the book of Revelation, it does talk about uh, a specific time frame that those that are beheaded for Christ during that period and those that endure to the end, uh, which was death, or made it through, which I think are mainly, well, they are all Jews, spiritually speaking, at that point. Uh, so just like proselyte Jews were in the Old Testament, I believe during that time of Jacob's trouble, it is again a different dispensation likened unto the dispensation of the law, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so when during that time, um, those that make it through and those that are, are martyred for Christ, it says, and they ruled and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So I believe that the Christian inheritance, the, the time, the, that period in this land is not for us. I believe that our inheritance is the new Jerusalem which is the light of the new world when he makes all things new. At the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ, um, it says that Gog and Magog, and they will, uh, Satan is loosed for a little time to deceive the nations. And after that, God again destroys. I don't understand how people think that they can go against God, but uh, he destroys them, obviously, with, again, his simple word. He spoke the world into existence so he can speak it out of existence if you catch my drift. But then he says he melts the elements with a fervent heat uh, and he says, I make all things new. That's when death and hell are cast into the lake of fire and, he and the new Jerusalem comes down and light is the light of the new world, so to speak, uh, the new earth. Um, and I believe that there, it talks about in Revelation 21 and... Not some, maybe in 22, 20, somewhere around there. Uh, but it, when it's talking about that, that they, the kings of the earth, which I believe are Old Testament saints and the saints that are in the time of Jacob's trouble, um, go in and out of the gates. There's 12 gates, so forth and so on, in New Jerusalem. They, are, they go in and out and they worship and so forth and so on, but they saw, it calls them the kings of this earth. And they go back, and we are our inheritance when we rule and reign Thou has made us to be priests and kings. That's us. And that's where we are for all of eternity. And uh, there's a river of life that talks about the proceeds from the throne and so forth and so on. Uh, there's fruits that we eat. Uh, Revelation is, is an amazing uh, book. Um, at some point in time, I'll, I'll go through it. And uh, again, there's some good brethren out there that believe that we we both rule on this earth for a thousand years and also rule in that new Jerusalem or some slightly variation of that and very well could be correct. I don't, I don't stand dogmatically and uh, break fellowship or anything like that over it by any means, but uh, that's just where I stand. So that's a very quick synopsis. <laughs> I just condensed like thousands of years and eternity and so forth and so on into just a brief little time. So I hope that answers your question just a tad bit, and then one day, um, as God allows, we'll do a whole video. Okay? All right. Hope that made sense. I, mean, I know I went through that pretty quick, but uh, yes, the COVID-19 is getting absurd. And again, it's to me, it's the world acting like the world. And uh, I know, Brother JT, we had a conversation a few days ago about this, but um, where we talked about how, you know, pestilence and, and disease and everything has been there. It's because of sin. Sin entered into the world by sin, death. A million things will kill you out there. It happens to be right now, one of those millions of things that can kill you is this, um, this, this virus. Um, so, uh, we got a comment here, 1 John 4, 5, they are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. That's absolutely true. Um, I wanted to talk about something. You mentioned 1 John. Uh, 
I can't remember my thought that I was going, but yes, First John 4, 5, and 6, we are of God, verse 6, he that knoweth God heareth us, he that is not of God heareth not us, hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And again, that's why we can talk to each other and uh, we know what is true um, and what is error because of that. All right, well... How long have I actually been, let's see, how's the video been? Is the video been okay? And I don't know how, oh, I've been going for 53 minutes, so we're just about done. If we don't have any other questions, we'll probably wrap it up early. But how did the video go? Because again, I'm using my laptop instead of my computer, um, and I just don't know if it's been bouncing around. I guess the audio is good, which has been, uh, that's, that's a blessing. Praise the Lord for that. And by the way, uh, brother Jacob, I am, I am still rejoicing in your text message you sent me. Um, that's, it's, I praise the Lord for, um, that word of testimony that you gave, that, that you gave me there, brother, uh, Jacob. Okay. And again, Suzette, um, Welcome for the first time here on this channel. I'm I'm, I'm thankful that the uh, that uh, you were brought this way. So, and now, how about this? Um, how about this text box here? Um, is it distracting? Is it is it worthwhile? Because I can I can get rid of it if it's distracting or whatever. But. I just thought that um, it would be a little bit easier. I, maybe I should have pushed it up there or posted it up there when um, when people are that way. They don't have to keep looking down at their their phone or whatever they're doing. They can just sit there or try to text or be able to read what's going on at the same time. My mom says it's distracting, so if it's distracting to my mom, maybe I should get it there. And brother JT says I had no idea you could put that chat on there. Yeah, you have to. Um, this is again I use the OBS system, uh the OBS studio. Um and there's a way to um basically link it the the URL to a browser and then post that. So you pop out the um in your YouTube studio, you pop out the the comment section um and then once you do that, you take that URL and and paste it in this and so there's all sorts of different things I can do. I can share my screen and figure all that stuff out, but okay. And I can also turn it off just like that. Hey y'all, is that not the cutest little thing? Oh, hold on. Is that not the cutest little thing right there? Can you guys see that? Can you see that? That is my daughter. That is my daughter uh, in a, the cutest little bee outfit. Now, I'm a Navy Seabee, so our, our mascot, so to speak, is Seabee. It stands for Construction Battalions uh, in World War II and so forth. But that little cute little bee right there is Millie Grace when she was very, very new, uh, at least to this world, seeing her. And uh, it's hard to believe, but she just turned three, and it's been three coming up on three years that we've been here and we're about ready to move. Um, when they say time moves quickly, that is, it just seems like it's just like a blink and that's how fast it goes. But the Bible is again applicable when it says life is a vapor. Okay. So that steam comes up and then it's gone. So, well, I hope this has been, um, edifying and, um, convicting as it is to me because you know we we, we get on to these churches uh these early churches but and we're thinking man you know what's wrong with them well first of all they didn't have the completed canon or the word of god they didn't have this um uh, we do uh, so what excuse do we have for acting this way so again we have the spirit same spirit they had uh but we have the completed word of god here so Let's not be too tough on them. Uh, I know I sometimes I, get, I, I read uh, First and Second Corinthians, or First Corinthians especially, and read about all these churches. It's like, goodness gracious, what are you guys doing? And then I look at the state of affairs in so, quote-unquote, Christianity, and I go, hmm, 
Yeah. I think I know what the problem has been on this frame rate. I'll fix that later. <laughs> my mom says the dinosaur thanks you for removing it. So the, both my mom and dad joke around about them being dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, as far as technology goes, and I'm I'm trying to help them out, but. Here I was with uh, technical difficulties of my own today. And uh, Suzette, I go on normally on Thursdays. I'll go live on Thursdays. Um, sometimes Fridays, it just all depends. And uh, But that's where I'm at right now. I go on live on Thursdays. Sometimes I'll post a, a, a produced video, and that can come out at any time. So great question there. What else do we have? Do we have anything over here on the Facebook? Oops. I don't want to do that. Okay. Oh, Sister Debbie French. Hello, Sister Debbie. I'm grateful to see you on here. And um, thank you so much for joining me here on uh, Facebook. Um, um, I've seen a lot of other people are coming in and out. I see somebody, Joe Owen. Hello. Um, uh, that joined in here on Facebook, uh, briefly. So it's good to see you and go back. Um, if you haven't liked the channel, uh, Facebook, uh, channel anyways, or the page, let this mind be in you ministries, uh, go and like it, uh, tell all your friends, share, um, and all the past videos are on there so you can check those out. Okay. And there was uh, Aaron and Tamara and a few other people joined on Facebook. So that's good to see that uh, some people are joining in on Facebook, uh, which is just another platform, another uh, option for people. And then don't forget about the, uh, if you want to listen to the audio version, uh, you can find it pretty much on any audio podcast uh, platform out there. Just look up, let this mind be in you ministries podcast, and it should pop right up on whatever device or platform you use. And if it's not on there, search another one and it'll, it should come up. So uh, it posts to all sorts of different ones. So this one will be available. Glitches and all, all the different problems that we've had tonight. But you know what? The word of God is good. And um, I'm glad to study it along with you. So if there's no other, if there's no other um, comments or or questions, we'll start wrapping it up, okay? And the next time I see you guys, I'll be in the south, uh, Gulfport, Mississippi, and um, I'm looking forward to that. We're going to be praying for us uh, next next Thursday. So, again, two weeks from today you'll will be the next broadcast. Next Thursday, I'll be driving all day, and there's no way from the hotel I'm going to get on here. Well, I say no way. I mean, as the Lord leads. Uh, but we're going to be stopping just about a little over halfway in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And Tim and Lizzie, we're going to be passing y your town there um, in Knoxville. Um, so if you hear somebody hollering out the window, hi, Tim and Lizzie, uh, that's that's me as <laughs> so I'm driving, driving past. But uh, we're going to stay in Chattanooga. And uh, praise the Lord, there was a hotel open that we can stay in halfway and the, and the babies can get some rest. And then the following day, on that Friday, we'll be driving the rest of the way. It's about 16 hours, roughly, um, drive time. But at the same time, we also have two children under three. So <laughs> you can imagine how that's going to be as far as uh, people normally can travel is pretty fast. But uh, when you have young children, you're going to have to stop quite a bit. So... Be praying for that, and uh, I will I'll, I'll appreciate that. Thank you so much for praying. Yes, Brother Tim, I'm going to holler it out the window. We're, we're taking two separate. I have a car, and my wife has a, a, you know the vehicle, so that's going to be another thing that may slow us down just a little bit. Um, I was supposed to drive down uh, with a couple of brothers in Christ here in our local body, and obviously that all got shut off. I'm just thankful that the Lord works out everything in his timing and that we're actually uh, moving. And financially speaking, I don't, 
I'm not going to be um, responsible for a whole bunch of more money. So anyways, well, that's it. I just, I think I heard my son wake up again. So I'm going to get off of here so he can, he can finally get down. So Cause I think my voice might be waking him up tonight for some reason. All right. So I love you in the Lord. I'll see you in two weeks, Lord willing. And, um, with that being said, I'll see you. We'll be in Galatians five. So that gives you two weeks to read ahead Galatians five, which I can't wait to get to. Um, and, uh, I think the title is going to be stand fast, therefore in the Liberty. And, um, I think that'll be the title. That's the first verse. And read Galatians 5 next time. And then again, if you have any questions, ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Um, if you have any questions and you want to um, send that. So I think I gave about all the different platforms and everything like that. So that's it. God bless you. Love you in the Lord. And I'll see you again in two weeks, Lord willing. And folks, we should have joy. Uh, We don't have the spirit of fear. Tell people about the hope that's in you. Give an answer to every man of the hope that's in you. All right. Love you in the Lord. God bless and have a great, great night. And I'll be seeing you either here or there. All right. God bless.